0: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millberger's Landscaping and Nursery on 930
1: a.m. The Answer. Ready? <laughs>
2: Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to Hillburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer, 210. 308-8867 is our number. Give us a call. Get in line, and let's t- answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. Uh, it's a pretty day here at Millburgers. It's overcast, but it's nice and uh, bright, and uh, lots of folks out here enjoying the shopping. And uh,
3: The humidity is not too bad.
2: Either. No, it's oh, not nice. too bad. Wonderful. So we encourage you to come on out. I've got a special request. We'll see if anybody answers. Is anybody out there noticing more lightning bugs than you've seen in a long time? Because we are—we have them in our backyard. We've never had lightning bugs, as far
3: as we can recall. Well, somebody, some naturalist group, is looking to count. Yeah, yeah, they have, not the lightning bugs. <laughs> yeah, they, oh yeah, they're they're looking for any kind of report because it's it's unusual. There's been a very there's been a I should—I didn't make a detailed study of it, but uh, there, there's an opportunity. Maybe somebody of you in our audience will will know the specifics, but they're interested in knowing if you do see lightning bugs, so that they can kind of um, monitor or make a uh, kind of a, a map of uh, where they're re- reoccurring. Because Milton, they they've uh, a number of folks have recognized the same thing you have. Oh, uh, very cool. It's unusual. Yeah. And so that was uh, that was in the paper a few days ago no. I think. That uh, hey, here's an opportunity. Uh, we're doing a kind of following up on that and give us a call if you uh um have seen lightning bugs and tell us where you've seen them, how many.
4: Yeah, we've talked about this in years past and it seems that uh the consensus we reached is that there's more of them on the east side, where the vegetation is a little bit uh, thicker, maybe, and uh, than are on the north side, northwest side. Do
3: you remember them
4: when you were little in Tennessee? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, the Minnesota, they were thick. Minnesota, too. They were everywhere. <laughs> seemed like they were everywhere. Oh, yeah. They were thick. And, and the the kids, when they were little... I guess every kid did this. You'd go out and catch some, in and jar. put them in a jar, mm-hmm. and then put them on the on the head of the bed when they went to sleep, and they could watch the lightning bugs in the jar. So they, they we, they, we had a good time catching those. <laughs> but now, like you say, they were by the millions. Uh, in Tennessee, especially. Yeah.
2: All right. And, so we're looking for lightning bug reports. And then maybe <laughs> if you
4: know the article off
2: the top of your head that Calvin's referring to, you can call in with that link, too, at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867.
3: And another thing we've uh, we've noticed, we've me- been mentioning, Milton, uh, the Purple Martins, it, it appears that... Uh, uh, Talked to bill uh and he he has heard that the the same thing in our neighborhood that we've got a record number of purple martins oh really yeah i've even got i've got all of my houses have martin nesting pairs except for one and then uh, there's several other martin houses in the neighborhood and they're loaded with martins too so it's a kind of a record setting year in terms of purple martins
4: how's the sparrow population uh, as usual the sparrow population <laughs> is you high. don't have to worry I, I, about it
3: it's high yeah so there sparrows are everywhere too <laughs> but gosh yeah that that's kind of cool when you they, the martins make all that noise and now they're collecting uh, nesting material yeah they get they get a, a kind of ignore people and get a little <laughs> argument among themselves, and of course, they don't like starlings when they're around
2: yeah. <laughs> Hey, what are the little birds? They're itty-bitty. They're
3: darters. They just
2: tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tick. tick, 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 tick. They're itty-bitty. Red. They're black, they're white, red. gray. Is that black red? And
3: white? No. Now, the lesser goldfinches are black and darters. Oh. Black and yellow.
2: No, they're not yellow. They're black and white. Black, white, and gray. They black seem to have a... Kind of a, a black
3: gray face. Oh, you know. You don't and they're,
2: they're at a seed feeder. They're at a little. Uh, uh,
3: tip mice. Oh, really? Yeah, with a black black crowned tip mice. Okay. Except I uh, generally think, uh, I'm kind of with Gary, when I think of tip mice, I think of a little bigger.
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. we've got uh, at least three different kinds of wrens around. Yeah. There, small. And we've got the uh, kinglets. <clears throat> Couple of, kind of kinglings and we've got some uh, warblers too that are mm. small, but they they don't have the that gray color that you're talking about.
4: I guess I guess I've got a a wren, a little, that little bitty bird <laughs> that uh, has been on my patio for 20 years, and they go in and out of the cross ties. Uh, I guess they're looking for uh, insects or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why they go. I, I guess they're nesting around there somewhere. Yeah, they must be.
3: But I will bet they
4: come back. They're they're there every year. They're they're
3: probably several generations. Cause yeah. I, I don't know that a run would make it twenty years. <laughs> but you're right. They they're, they're as bad as the martins. They get used to a, an area, and they just come back, and yeah. then they and they ignore. Quite often they ignore people, and
4: yeah, even the are,
3: even the dogs. I bet they kind of are used to the dogs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the
4: that that wren, or whatever that is, is the only bird that has flown into my house through the. I leave the door open. Yeah, and they fly in into the house. I, I guess they're looking at that mi- reflection on that mirror. On that door, back door. I think they they know
3: there's a, those cockroaches in there, but <laughs> they figure there might be some smaller insects, too. Yeah.
4: And so I, I always carefully get try to get them out of there, but they're not easy to get out. But a lot of times they'll go back to the same door they came in. Yeah. If you leave it open. You but can, they're
3: fast. You can get, yeah, I've seen them get used to. Yeah. Kind of coming. Oh, like a shop at a nature center or a, a reserve, you know where they leave the door open yeah, and they'll have a they'll have their wren friendly wren that'll come in and spend a little time there. and yeah. get out.
4: <laughs> I'm surprised they're gonna get get out. Uh, I have documented our uh, wearing mask here at Millburger. Yeah, we saw that. And it's on the it's on the website if you want to see it. And I've got pictures of uh, Milton, of course, because it's it's housed in the uh, on the topics of the month, but in in the uh, the pros behind plant answers under Milton Glick. So I put it under your deal. Okay. With uh, our birding experiences and a whole bunch of things. Yeah, those were fun. But uh, I've got pictures of Milton and Trace and uh, Calvin, of course. And uh, then I've got some pictures of some customers getting that, uh, taking advantage of that blue plumbago sale. I I don't recall if it's on sale this week or not.
2: No, I, I, it's not. The the no the super savings plant is uh, which I'm calling it is the Mexican heather.
4: Yeah, but people are still buying them. Oh yeah, I, I saw I saw some coming up as I was moving up the, deal, up the deal.
3: I I we talk about the mass guy. Stopped by yesterday and got some more moss roses and zinnias, and uh, I got some angelonia too, you yeah. know, to uh, work with. And uh, Trace will be happy. I'm trying some of his alternative zinnia uh, varieties. But anyhow, with the mask on, uh, that short trip I made here I ran into two people, ho- to hollered my name. And I couldn't recognize because of the masks. I, <laughs> you know, so it was one of those, uh, like an old man uh, looking, yeah, uh, 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 turning uh, his head this <laughs> way, and that way. Like, who is
4: that? You know. <laughs> yeah, I guess the robbers are, people that rob banks and have masks, they're not uh, dis- dis- uh, separated from the customers, I guess, anymore. i tell you something weird that I saw. That they've got on sale, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of people uh, be interested in, is split leaf philodendron. Yeah, I saw that too. And they got huge, huge quantities of them. Yeah. Down the hill as I, as I was walking up, they're regular. They were regularly uh, twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine twenty dollars are on their sale they're on sale for fourteen eighty eight. And those things are huge. They're big, they're beautiful, large, glossy, leathery leaves with deep crevices as the leaves mature. A shade loving plant that will add the perfect tropical uh, look to your garden to your landscape so uh, i never have seen those in sale before i don't think so either but they are they're huge um we're going to go talk you to lonnie you're definitely getting your money's worth of
2: those things and i'll tell you a few more of the things that are on sale after we talk to lonnie at 210-308-8867 lonnie welcome yes, to the show afternoon. what's going on man
5: thank you good <coughs> Um, yes, I was calling about, uh, since the subject began with uh, birds, I think one or, or both of the doctors perhaps uh, uh, asked a question about uh, birds, uh, one that, that perhaps is gray or black primarily with uh, uh, some red on them, and I was suggesting that perhaps that might be a house finch. The male is the one with the red head and the red chest.
3: I don't think we said red, though.
2: Yeah, no, no, They Calvin thought yellow. No, it was just like three colors. It was yeah. black, gray, and and white.
3: Yeah, oh, it could have been, okay. I guess it could
2: have been a chickadee, too. No, and it hopped around. It just it would not sit still. It would sit, sit, sit still on the C block and take a few and then fly off to the tree and then jump from branch to branch to branch to branch <laughs> to branch to branch. And, that, and
3: then, Lonnie, that's probably not a house finch either on that, jumping around like that, more like a... Uh, more like, uh, a yeah. titmouse. Yeah, it was driving the well, cats well, crazy. Well, you're right. But the, that is, the, a, you know, that's a, a species that we kind of overlook. Um,
2: Here, I better look online.
3: Uh, house yeah. uh, house finches with that red color now. It's it looks like kind of a faded, uh, a smaller faded cardinal.
2: So yeah. let's see. Give me give me what I'm looking for while you answer Lonnie's other question. i okay, my give my looking for.
3: Same. Is
2: wrens, uh, tip, yeah. titmice, or yeah, black, black crown titmice? Okay, I'm going to look. Y'all answer Lonnie's other question.
3: What's up, Lonnie? Okay.
5: Yes, I uh, planted a, about the beginning of March, I guess. I planted. Um, um, no, must have been a bit later than that. Maybe mid March or so. I planted some contender bush beans, uh, and I contender. since that, and I since planted a second planting. And uh, they are producing. However, I was wondering since uh, since bush beans uh, are not as anywhere near as prolific as a pole bean, uh, I was wondering uh, should I go ahead and put a side dress of say copious amounts of of uh, or, <laughs> or or some suitable fertilizer?
4: Uh, no, if, if you if you if you put out pre-fertilizer prefer on a bush bean, uh, you don't need to do that. Generally, the bush bush bean will typically have one heavy crop and then one lighter crop, and uh, each plant will have, uh, and then one lighter crop, and then will virtually be through. But most people let them stay around and attract spider mites. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the old <laughs> tomato. even if, even if they got one stupid bean on them I had, a, <laughs> okay. I had a question, Jerry,
3: and see if you answered it the same way I did er they they said well would they would it be worth their while? Well, could they plant one more planting of of the beans they had great luck so far, but they were uh they wanted they wondered if it'd be worthwhile to plant it always depends on the weather the weather that's the kind that's the exact right. But, I had
4: but uh, hey here's trade
3: but it wouldn't, I wouldn't I thought if they had the seed it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt and uh, no yeah
4: because they're, they're they are <laughs> quick producers yes. and, uh, and yeah like and uh, they said that well, if we have a cool spell coming up well this is kind of a cool spell yeah, yeah it was pretty nippy this morning <laughs> yeah uh, are you still there Lonnie
2: okay. yes yes Okay. Lonnie, are you noticing any more of the uh, lightning bugs than you usually see? Uh,
5: No. We we had a very nice showing of uh, lightning bugs uh, maybe five years ago. Since that time, zero, nothing.
2: (laughs) Okay. You had that. All right. Thanks, okay. Lonnie. All right. Thank you much. You Bye. take care. All right, interesting question. Trace, Trace is out on the porch with us. Hey, Trace. Hello. Hello. Uh,
6: we, got, we got our new citrus trees in, although they shorted me a little bit. Oh, so, man. So some of the things I ordered, like 150 of, they sent 50 of. And, oh. um, so But we, we still have a great selection. Uh, more than we had last week, definitely. And we got that frost in that we were talking about that lemon frost.
4: Oh, is that right? right.
6: Uh, we did get in some seven-gallon uh, Myers lemon. Oh, good. So that was the only Myers we could get a hold of. They're a little more expensive, but uh, they look pretty, pretty oh, good.
3: Gosh, yeah, that's such a wonderful lemon. Can
2: you buy Meyer lemons in the store so you can taste them?
3: I, you can. You can I'm buy products made from Meyer lemons, but I don't. I, of course, I don't. I guess I don't spend a lot of time at HEB, so I don't okay. see Okay. I'm
2: just curious. I wanted to try it before I... Just to see. Everybody brags on it. It's, so I, I had
6: a customer about 20 minutes ago, and he had a, a ripe orange. And uh, he starts talking about uh, how... Horrible It tastes. Hmm. Uh, yeah. He was not very happy that I told him he needed to probably just cut the thing down.
2: Oh, uh, no. Uh, but... No. Uh, yeah, Do you I mean, want to say why?
6: Yeah. It was... Uh, well, most of your citrus trees are grafted nowadays, so they take a, a top that's old enough to produce and a good variety, and they graft it on to a variety that the root system grows well, but uh, the top is a, a non-functioning, so like the sour orange or trifoliata. There you go. Um, so... Whoever owned the house before he bought it bought a good variety, let the top die, and then um, the, the bottom sprouted out, and they, they kept it.
3: Or
4: it hmm. could have frozen.
6: Or could have frozen, yes. Yeah,
3: and they sneak. Those uh, root rip, rip, uh, uh, bottoms kind of sneak in to take over the tops, yeah. too. They, they You know, they'll start with that little freeze, and, and <laughs> they'll end up more dominating. Oh, so yeah. Look for the big thorns and <laughs> you know, cut them out.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh if you see oranges that are orange on trees at this time of the year it's that's not, sour not a orange. good sign. That's how orange, because the satsuma's are all gone. Right. And the lemon trace if I'm not mistaken
2: Tomorrow's Mother's Day? It is. Do you have anything that people might like for Mother's Day Uh, besides citrus?
6: Just a few things. Uh Um, (laughs) What you got, Grace? We got color out the wazoo. Can I say wazoo on the radio? Uh, Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. uh, Uh, We've checked
2: it. Al Al looked into it, called an attorney. Apparently, yes, you can say wazoo. All right.
6: I like that. So uh, (laughs) we've got all kinds of stuff, and they've been asking for some interesting things. Uh, Bird baths, Mm. fountains. Uh, got that guy in the back that's doing a pile of grass and a shade tree for his mother. Oh, and, cool! And it's, oh, it's yeah. amazing that you know they're, they're coming in with their mother and helping pick out stuff for them. Very smart. And, that's uh, because those
3: mothers know the kids, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they don't dare let the kids go and pick the thing, the plants for them.
4: Trace, I want you to know that uh, you got day lilies on sale. Yeah, I, I think, Trace. And knows. I have not eaten any of the blooms. Well, uh, nice been, uh, well, him
6: I, I appreciate that because uh, give, that's give, what sells them.
4: I know. And uh, I, I have to walk by them and walk to the other side of the aisle rather than go picking up some uh, delicious so I, eating fruit. So I, got, I, got I,
6: I got asked this morning if it was a deer-resistant plant.
4: Oh, no.
6: And I and I had to say it's not even a jerry-resistant plant.
3: <laughs> 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 Boy, they're, yeah, they'll do it. They'll learn how to climb fences to get daylilies. Wow! Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they like them. Huh. I, I have got a great view here for a, a, a bunch of them for oh, all the daylilies. That's nice, and they're a great price. Yeah. They are.
6: It's amazing how many we've already sold, and uh, I mean, great blooms. And how yeah. much?
2: How much are they? Oh, that'd make a great Mother's Day gift.
6: Four eighty-eight, I think. Yeah. yeah. Three. I think they're three eighty-eight. Three
4: eighty-eight. Oh, even better. We're $6 not nine. that we want
6: you to cheap out on
4: mom. Was well, six ninety nine, hey. almost seven dollars. Well, now three eighty eight.
3: Well, if your mother is into uh, butterflies too, uh, yeah, uh, Milberger's is pretty well set up to. Uh, we got a lot, uh, lot of them. A lot of uh, milkweed. Yeah. I got I got some more milkweed <laughs> yesterday.
4: Yeah, give your mother a weed for mm-hmm. Mother's Day. And,
3: uh, <laughs> and also give your mother the joy of bringing butterflies to her home <laughs> on Mother's Day. Oh.
4: weed.
2: Again, another great plant to bring butterflies to her yard. Yeah.
3: Uh. Well, Generally, the mother will know. Kind that. of focusing on the weed part. Yeah. She'll probably give you a little list and says, here's, here's what I want for Mother's Day. I want the mist flower. I want the <laughs> yeah. milkweed. I want that porterweed, and I want a bunch of those uh, zinnias. Yeah, yeah.
2: By the way, uh, Calvin's, uh, there's an article at nurserycom that talks about butterfly gardening, and so you could find out everything. You could build, Mom, a mini butterfly garden just okay. off those suggestions. See?
4: Now, now, now's the time to plant them too. Don't yes.
2: tell Mom it's full of milkweed uh. or weed. Just say, Mom, it's a beautiful butterfly garden for a We'll, call it, you we'll call it esculapes. That, oh, oh. that does sound good. Oh, Ooh, cool. it sounds good. exotic. Sounds French. Yes. We talked earlier
4: about that split leaf. Uh, philodendron That's a good regime. deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, good, yeah. Beautiful. And, I've never uh, seen
6: it. So uh, a lot y'all... of the growing operations are out of the normal things we would advertise. So I'm <laughs> having to to reach out of the comfort zone and and do things that uh, we haven't done before. Yeah, uh, I,
4: I didn't think I'd ever
2: seen those. And can I can I tell Trace what I did? I have no. taken it upon myself <laughs> to name a super savings plant of the weekend. Okay. What is it? Mexican heather. Okay. All right. yeah. I like that. Oh, well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we need to find new music for the super special plant of the weekend because uh, that's that's Trace's plant of the weekend stuff. But yes, yeah, and there's lots of people getting them. I love them, and the bees love them. I, th-
6: I think they're great to plant near uh, uh, food crops. You bring the bees in, oh, you get
2: better pollination that's a very smart idea
4: and I, I saw something that uh, nor, nor uh, people that live in the Northwest or, or north of San Antonio would be interested in because you got star jasmine down there mm-hmm. we better the
6: Jasmine and I bought everything they had so. regularly
4: 2999 that's almost 30 bucks, almost thirty dollars uh, on sale for <laughs> 2288 now that's number five
2: nowhere near 23.
4: But there's some gallons down there. Yes. I mean uh, next to the to the big one. And when people are digging holes on the north side on this side of town, they want a small plant. Sometimes? No. <laughs> but uh if you if you want to plant a bunch of these, they're in the I don't know how much the little ones cost. Uh eight ninety nine. Oh my goodness. okay, that's good. But I um, the big ones are uh, twenty nine ninety nine.
6: So we, we've we've come to the days of instant gratification. Most most people will okay. will buy bigger. Yeah. Uh, unlike uh, the seventies, eighties, everybody wanted to buy it uh, small and grow it out themselves. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, I mean,
3: when you have to dig the hole... Yeah, that's that was Jerry's and Martin, Milton's. Yeah,
2: no, no, it was Milton agreed with Jerry when Jerry <laughs> explained it, because Milton has dug holes for stuff, and, and, and then taken them and put them in, nah. and they're too big, and then dig more, and they're too big. But, yeah, you're right, if you just want instant gratification. Is that what smells so good back there? Is that those? Yeah, yeah. That'll be. Man. Yeah. Holy cow! There's,
6: there's about 600 of them, are better, sitting over there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the opposite
2: of um, of showstopper is for for uh, scent and smell, but they're they're a nose stopper. Yeah, they, and they, they grow, are,
4: and they grow pretty fast too. Yeah. If, if
3: you had oh, them. yeah. oh, cool.
4: They're good good for nose candy. Think, nose think, think, candy. Oh, nice job. I, I think uh, Milton was noticing how his mask. No, no, I told you. I said, take down the mask <laughs> and smell those. And the mask was stop stopping the fragrance. That right? was
2: last week. This week, with the mask on, oh, okay. I can smell it through the mask. Oh, yeah, it's there. That's well. Strong. It's
3: about time you change your mask. Uh, I, <laughs> I see. You think that was it?
4: <laughs> um, and they uh, they they're great for covering uh, chain link fences i got to, uh, yeah, That's I've seen those that's, too. Uh, I've got one. And in my
3: experience, the deer don't eat them. I don't think so. I'm going to make Trace very happy. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh,
2: remember the Cassandra? Yes. So we got one. We enjoyed it. It did nothing. And so Laura has taken it upon herself after maybe, was that really maybe two years ago? Or maybe it was last year. <laughs>
6: it was a football Just, season, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I think you're right, because it was burnt orange. Very good. Uh, and and it is coming back. Good. So she is nursing it back to health. So she took it away from you. Yes, she did. I said, it's going to be fine there. That's what I, I think you're supposed to do is leave it in the window. She said, I'm just
4: put it where I'm putting it. And, yep. It's, <laughs> it, it's
2: doing well. She's got a magic touch on those things. So
4: I want to assure Trace. Okay, please. Uh, <laughs> that we uh I, I showed him the pictures of us uh, sitting on the porch with our mask on I think he can see that for himself yeah <laughs> and uh, I even gave him a copy oh. but he may be worried about milton's ability to transmit or tr- uh, transmit Emotion? when we say something wrong uh, uh, it may have made him a calvin
6: so but uh, yeah, I, I guarantee you there's somebody back at the shop on the with a <laughs> With a bleeper button, uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> but uh, I've got a picture.
6: They have that person on staff just for you, Jerry. Yeah, that's
4: right. <laughs> the second picture on theplantanswers.com is that. Who's that? Look at look at Methan. My yeah, yeah, look at his face. Look at his eyes. Even with the mask, you can tell I'm stellar. Yeah. Okay. Giving us a bad look. I think I didn't want my picture taken.
2: Uh.
6: So. Yeah, I'm thinking so.
2: <laughs> All right, hey Trace, we have gotta take a break. Can, we, can you hang with us after the break, or you want to come back? Or
6: um, I'll see
2: how things go. Okay, yeah, well, please come back. All right, 8867 zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm gonna walk over to the day lilies. So uh, take a good break. Out. Don't eat one. I, oh, I gotta keep moving from Jerry. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Milburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it does all kinds of beauty to your yard, and it's deer-resistant. It's on sale regularly $24.99 in the five-gallon container, now just eighteen eighty eight. Another one of my favorites is Mexican heather or kufia. It's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather, covers the plants with blooms all summer and the fall, and it's a perennial in most South Texas areas. And by the way, bees love it, and so do our guests at Mill Burgers. It's on sale in the one-gallon container at just three eighty eight. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale. And much, much more. At Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Little uh, no, Richard? Yeah. He died today. Yeah, at oh, the age Richard
4: of 87. Yep. Uh, he was a he was a performer for years and years. Yeah. And he came up in rock and roll and
2: he says he invented rock and roll.
4: Oh, did he? Yeah. The
2: originator, the creator of rock and roll. Uh, and there uh, there are those that'll argue. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh and it's amazing. I didn't realize how many people covered. Uh, his stuff his tunes uh yeah uh, they may have uh changed them or slowed them down or, or stuff but yeah and then there are some things he's going wild on so yeah it's going to be fun we'll have some fun bumper music <laughs> in the meantime jim is on the line at 210-308-8867 you're listening to millburgers gardening south texas and we'll talk to jim right now on nine thirty a.m what's going on jim Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Say, I got a question uh,
7: on some BT concentrate I purchased a while back to use primarily on my sweet corn. And looking looking in the booklet on the back of the uh, container, it lists virtually every nut, fruit, vegetable, tree, and looper and caterpillar and worm under the sun, except. Uh, corn and corn earworm. Why would that be?
4: Well, um, yeah. Let's see. I was trying to think of some other names for corn earworm. I uh, even list corn
7: as a, okay. one of the. Okay.
3: Now the thing about corn earworm, though, it's it's do, yeah. they do their damage inside. Yeah. And so it's tough, tough for. Uh, if they eat BT, the whole idea of BT is you put it on something that, that the worm is eating yeah. and it consumes it.
4: You have to put it on often and you have to spray the silk.
3: Right, before the I the worm that.
4: actually goes down into the corn. There's, there's some yeah, other... They'll eat the silk. Yeah, there's some other plants, yeah. too,
3: that that same thing. Yeah,
7: I, uh, on Purdue University's site, uh, website, they, uh, Say, well, they did say, you know, some silk will grow one inch every day or so, and that you have to spray at least every there two to five days.
4: They're so, right.
7: So it will work on that then. Oh, yeah. Some.
4: Uh, but uh, there's another name for corn earworm. Okay, well. I wonder, I the right. think the cotton bowl, wor- bowl worm, B O L L, worm, is the same as the corn. Earworm, okay. and uh, it may it may have some other names, but it, anyway, it kills all larvae, all all worms, worms fat, right. plain. Yeah,
7: yeah I just I understand that you have to spray it often, so uh, yeah. But I was just curious right. why they wouldn't list that and uh, corn, even corn plant. You know, they list everything else individually. Yeah, except corn. Maybe it's just because of the type of application. You know,
4: not often enough, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. But uh, the uh, let's see, what the the history, the old old timers, and I'm talking about uh, Del Monte and the Crystal City in the in the 30s or or 30s or 40s, uh, used to dust the. Uh, Let's see, what did they use to dust the corn to keep the earworms out of the Del Monte uh, sweet corn? And uh, they were I forget what dust they were using, but uh, I was talking to some of the old timers out there and they said uh, the dust worked pretty good. No, I tell you what it was. It was a drop of mineral oil. Yeah, have oh, you I ever heard that. the deal about uh, using a drop of mineral oil right there on the silks? To take, I, the, uh, to take care of the take care of the worms. I, I guess it kills the larvae.
7: I have heard but, that, um, yeah, from a number of people and whatnot.
4: Yeah, yeah but uh, the, the old timer was telling me. He said uh, that drop of corn. Now imagine going in a 50-acre field of sweet imagine, corn, yep. putting a drop of mineral oil on every silks on every corn out there. So yeah. they, they say the old timer said, said, well, it worked pretty good when we did it, because I was asking him, did it work? He said, but when we added that DDT to it, that really worked good. Oh, yeah. so yeah. I, You and I, uh, back
7: earlier, I was late winter, I talked to you about uh, sourcing. Uh, um, Modified oh, cool. sweet corn seed. He's, he's right? And, uh, and I've searched and searched since then. I've been to almost every seed factory. I even got a, uh, looked up, uh, what was that, Golden Harvest, which is with right. Synergy or something out of uh, Switzerland and ended up talking to a fellow over in East Texas that was, uh, he primarily dealt with chemicals instead of seed. But he was telling me that uh, you still, he said even the farmers that are using that and growing sweet corn, they're still having to spray because not every seed, I guess, picks up that uh, gene, uh, the gene.
4: Yeah, well, the, the, you're talking about genetically modified uh, sweet corn right. that uh, right. has Bt incorporated into Ooh, the plant. Wow, wow. Right,
7: that That and Roundup Ready.
4: Yeah, Roundup Ready, but... Uh, yeah. The both, B, both. the BT uh, like I say the 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 opportunity for that worm to hatch, eat some of the silks, and get into the corn is a, a short window. Thank you, Jim. Right?
7: Yeah. You bet. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks All for
4: calling.
2: Jim. Got a question from the crowd? Just come on up. You don't have to pick up the mic. Just just okay. talk, and we'll get you. What you got going? I
3: got a, a jalapeno pepper plant, and I got three. Uh, three peppers off it but now nothing else is coming and I was wondering if you think it's done or and I no just
4: when did you plant it
3: about six weeks ago
4: no it's not done
3: okay so no more flowers but they'll come later yeah it's, okay
4: No more. Sure. it's in full sun
3: and everything right yeah yeah okay
4: you know the problem you know the problem yeah. with it you're going out there looking at it every day that's true looking for the blooms yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, like the water will boil if you l- keep looking at That's it. That's
3: right. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I got an, an heirloom tomato, a Mister uh
4: Oh. It's about
3: this tall, but not a single bloom on it. Yeah.
4: Is That's that- what heirlooms do. And they'll have, a, but you just keep the faith. Okay. And they will have single tomatoes on it. Okay. One tomato per plant. One per plant? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not a good return on the investment. No, it's, no, it's not. not. Why did you He's get an heirloom? Because it looked good. Oh, jeez. Did you have some regular ones? How yeah, we
8: got lots of regular ones. We got some Roma and, and uh, grape ones that are coming up. There. Okay. There's lots of fruit on that. But, okay. Okay, so that's... No, good luck
4: no, to you. So. Yeah. Right, no, a,
3: there, there are some heirlooms. We've had some good luck with Cherokee Purple. Yeah. yeah. And there's a few, a few that show up at the at the tomato contest that do pretty well. but, but Most of them are, are hard to manage compared to the hive that we're true Cool. All right. All right. Good
2: luck. did you have a question? Did you want to be on the air? Uh, yeah.
4: Look, right. Milton, we got a lot of people, Milton. I uh, know. Well, come on up just to tell them not to be pushing. You can start talking. Okay, what
2: you got?
8: Perfect. Well, the kids and I are building a raised garden bed, and they got it for my for Christmas. And so it's a, just a cool. small twenty by okay. forty. And we're wondering what uh, at this point in the year if we, if we just put dirt in and everything. What would be a, what would be good things to grow in there seed wise at this point in the year if we wanted to put seeds?
3: Okra. <laughs> <Egg> <laughs> they plant. don't eat okra. Yeah. Well,
2: if a- they grow it, they might. <laughs> tra-
3: pepper transplants, eggplant transplants. Yeah. Uh, I suppose cucumbers you could still make a try at them. Okay, from seed. Yeah.
8: Okay.
3: Uh, or or to, uh, transplants too.
8: Okay.
3: Uh, southern peas. Southern peas
8: again. And we
3: were debating Jerry and I were debating about whether green beans might work depending on the weather. Okay. Yeah. That, hopefully they wouldn't be disappointed if it got real hot, then they wouldn't do anything. But mm-hmm. they should start. And grow pretty fast, and uh, have some, okay. some green beans.
8: Any particular variety?
3: Uh,
4: no, whatever's uh, green crop or, uh, okay.
3: is are
8: Well,
4: and the seed rack inside. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, are these are these native Texans?
8: Absolutely.
4: Well, they might want some pepper.
8: Yeah, this one does. Do oh. they
4: like hot peppers?
8: This one does, yeah. <laughs> but you hadn't quite
3: figured them out yet. The other, the other, the other ones are uh... the banana peppers are really. Yeah, pretty, oh, yeah they're really true. producing yes. fast. I mean, uh, I've
4: harvested a lot of banana
3: peppers. Okay. I,
4: I don't know if we got any out there. They'd be on that first or second the
8: bench okay.
3: there
4: to the right. Perfect. They're fun.
8: All right. Well, thank yes. you, gentlemen. Good Appreciate luck it. with your garden. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.
3: Appreciate
2: it. Thank All right. you. 210-308-8867. Somebody, so we have uh, someone on the line. I want to get to him real quick. And if somebody wants to help them, that'd be great. Um, we have uh, Lloyd on the line at 210-308-8867. <laughs> Let's let Lloyd ask his question and then whoever cause it's a blue bonnet and a Xenia question. All right. Uh, so you all decide which one wants to take it, and I'll then be we'll 11, help you. Be all right. What yeah. you got, Lloyd? Hey, uh, okay, I've
9: got a blue bonnet bit. It's about six feet in diameter. It's you know, I had it with the crushed granite, and of course, all the blue bonnets are kind of falling over now. They haven't uh released their seeds yet, So I was wondering if I could overseed that with some seeds and uh, you know, put water for so the zinia to come up. does that damage the uh, no, blue
4: that's, a, that's okay. What if is it? Just seed.
3: The seeds coming up in the same.
4: No, he's got the seed pods on the blue ball, oh. and he uh, he's waiting for them to dry down and pop. But uh, then he wants to plant zinnias from seed and let them come up, so you, they'll heck you could plant them now. Yeah,
3: yeah, because yeah, they won't get in the way. That's what he wants yeah, to do.
9: Yeah, the pods have not exploded slowly get, and so I'd be watering. I see water in the blue body.
2: What do I, I hear? Yeah, Lloyd, we can barely hear you. It sounds like you're calling from your own, There you go. You, I think, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little better. What's going on now? Yeah, what are okay. so, you know, the seeds, the bug on are, you know, they're
9: collapsing and uh, they're looking pretty bad and the uh, budget
2: wanted to put the zinnia seeds over them and
9: first have to water them in and was wondering if that would damage the... Uh, Blue bonnet seed, no, seeds. No,
4: it will not. Uh, you know? now, did you see the write-ups uh, about well, how to harvest the blue bonnet seed on PlantAnswers.com? Right, but I would I would just
9: leave them there and let them
4: do their own thing. Oh, okay. you right. just going to let them uh, fall where they may. Na- naturally. Okay. Right. Thank you, Lloyd.
2: You take
9: care. Bye, right, you.
2: All right, we're Time going to call her. You're going to take a break, and then we're going to help these folks during the break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You got a lot of people here. Eighty eight sixty got to take never a had a lot of people. I though. know. I got to help them. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Millburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies, it's a Texas superstar, and it does all kinds of beauty to your yard. And it's deer resistant. It's on sale regularly $24.99 in the 5-gallon container, now just eighteen eighty eight. Another one of my favorites is Mexican heather or cufia. It's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather, covers the plants with blooms all summer in the fall and it's a perennial in most South Texas areas. And by the way, bees love it and so do our guests at Mill Burgers. It's on sale in the 1-gallon container at just Three eighty-eight. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale, and much, much more at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Forty Road. Garden like oh, yeah, so South Texas. On- the answer while the guys finish answering the question i'll tell you about spider-man pest control i talked to warren this week and uh, uh warren i tell you what knows his stuff warren knows his stuff and the, the the ladies and gentlemen that help warren out uh the men and women know their stuff too they're certified and they can tell the difference so uh, that, that's the cool part they've, they've undergone training and that honestly the person that comes to your house that's uh that's just uh walking may not be certified, may not even be trained, Uh, and probably, even though they may represent themselves as local, they may not be local either. So, uh, you know Warren Remy, you know Spider-Man Pest Control, they've been local and doing this since 1976, and just about every conversation, he's not doing it to brag, he'll tell me, you know, hey, I can't talk to you today, Uh, we're helping another pest control company uh, with a project they're doing, they're having some trouble on it, so we're going to come in and and assist them on it. Well, if that's the kind of company they are, then you ought to call them yourself and just make sure that you get a hold of them. Uh, go learn more about what they do at, at GoSpiderManPest.com, spidermanpest.com or call them. If you've got a bug problem, if you've got a rodent problem, whatever's bugging you, uh, they can help you out at 210-656-3721, 210 656 3721. Local to San Antonio and your Weber protection since 1976. Alright, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call. Um, yeah, what were they asking about, Jerry? Did you hear their question?
4: Yeah, they had some uh, yellow yellowing spots oh. in the lawn and they had uh, put iron on it in the form of uh, ironite, oh, which iron. doesn't work. Yeah, and, uh, and it, I, we were go- It doesn't go-
2: work here. It, it iron eight works here. And that iron, what was it called? The the high yield iron plus. Iron plus. Okay. And,
4: well, and uh, but anyway, uh, that that's what we recommend for the iron. Right. But it it looks like. Uh, they could have some uh, disease problems in there. Oh no! Uh, but the thin, the St. Augustine is thinned out quite a bit, and and what's left is uh, yellow. And so uh, that could be a disease, as well as as an iron problem. But uh, so, what do we record back? It's going to take you a while. Hmm. But this is the ideal time to uh, put on sod. And uh, you, can, you can put down sod, grass. Oh, sod, okay. Sod. And uh, you can tell it is if you drive to the back parking
2: lot.
4: Oh. Because uh, people are hauling grass out of there as fast as they can load it. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, some of them are hauling it faster than they can load it. <laughs> they're
2: they're well, running after the truck, throwing it back. <laughs>
4: But uh, so now's a good time to establish uh, lawn grass. Yeah. In weakened areas like that.
2: We got to figure what to do, and we'll probably do sod. So where we cut down the lagustrum, we now have sun. How
4: about that? There you go.
2: Yeah, so we're going to have to put some sod down there and stuff. But uh,
4: yeah.
2: It'll be an interesting project. What'd
4: you tell them, Calvin? You tell them they need to re-sod, maybe, or. Rather than fight the fungus, iron deficiency.
3: Uh, yeah, well, no, I was trying to convince them that they, they, patience was the, mo- the, the most thing that they that they, need, they needed. Now I know you're kind of sometimes kind of inclined to just it's easier just to put a new sod in Right. There. But I was I was I was thinking that in a within a month or so that it'll be pretty clear. Oh uh, and that they'll uh, fill it will fill in i I was still convinced I see the so often that piece of sod like that where the where the sidewalk blocks it and the water water sits in there and then they and then you have that yeah the, those little fungal centers uh they wanted it to be uh iron shortage and i I just don't think that that was it, because it w- there wasn't enough growth there yet to detect that. Yeah. Uh, so
4: so uh, it just depends on how patient they want to be. But uh, if the wife wants the grass there pretty quick, <laughs> uh, they'd be better just to pull all that yellow grass out. So roll the tail area up and put some new sod in there. Oh wow! I would never recommend that. I don't think. (laughs) Rather than sit there and wait for it to grow back, huh?
3: Well, but it didn't usually take very long for it to grow back. I know it, but uh, that's a lot of work for. uh,
4: Well, what what else have they got to do during the virus mm -hmm. deal?
3: I guess that's an option.
4: <laughs>
2: hey, we got Richard on the line at 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on, man? Howdy, folks. Howdy.
5: Got a question. I have a uh, earth box in which I have two tomato plants in. One is a celebrity, and the other one is a cherry tomato. Uh, they both said determinate, but uh, cherry tomatoes taken off like crazy. They're fine, but I'm I'm getting blossom end rot on my celebrity tomatoes.
4: Wondering what I can do. I don't know why people keep planting that celebrity. Hmm. You know, it's just worthless. Is it? Is that (laughs) top (laughs) it?
3: He doesn't believe that. (laughs) Is your is your uh, soil real well drained? Overly well drained, or?
5: Um, it's like I said, it's an earth box, so it's got a reservoir of two gallons in it. Constantly, I water it about every other day.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, you say the tomatoes are getting, uh, blossom in rot or rotting on the bottom? Blossom yes. in rot. Yeah, that's, that's probably water fluctuation. Possibly that, uh, you're not filling your earth box up full enough with water when you do water. Okay, uh, what about,
10: uh, Epsom salt? Is that a, old tail, tale, would that help?
4: Yeah, well. What was that? Epsom salt. Oh. Uh, yeah, they won't hurt anything. Uh, but th- that is such a dynamic problem. In other words, it's it's uh, it, it is caused by the plant not being able to uptake and transmit calcium.
3: Yeah, and so it's less the fact that there's not calcium there in that the uh, that water path right. that the calcium has to follow is is just not consistent. Uh, containers. I haven't seen much of it this year, though. Uh, have you, Jerry? On no the
4: blossom. Well, animal? we've had we had had one or two callers that said that uh, they were having a lot of trouble with yeah. it. Yeah. And I know Bart.
3: one of my neighbors had a nice tycoon, but I could tell the way he was holding it that it well, had blossom uh, in the uh,
4: <laughs> He's trying to trick you, yeah. huh? Um,
3: so. I don't. Sometimes in containers, it's almost it's real tough to make sure make sure that the 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 water flow is yeah fat, is constant
4: enough. Or are, are, are they growing in a medium?
9: It is. It's an it's organic bowl Some type of and mix. I from big box store.
4: Okay, but it's a, it's a potting mix, right? Yes.
9: Yeah.
4: Okay. Next time, next time you plant. Uh, if this is a constant problem throughout the growing season, then you can uh, try to get some uh, gypsum. Gypsum or salt and shoulder, as so as, and uh, mix that in with your potting mix.
5: Okay, with that said, when is the time to plant uh, the second batch of tomatoes? Is that end of June or middle of July?
4: Right um... You plant your tomatoes, and this is usually a spring problem—the uh, blossom end rot. But uh, we planted the first bunch in uh, early March. Now we got a minute. I'm just telling you. You want me to put? You want? You want? You want Richard to wait through the news? And, and then no, you I'm plant kidding. your I, fall I, tomatoes in uh, July. I, I Richard, can, can you wait
1: list, list. I can listen all Oh, okay. All right. All right,
2: so we'll, we'll tackle the whole problem dur- just right after the news. we got to right. take a quick break. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And outside of San Antonio, 866 308 8867 More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Mirandia Landscape flower. and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons on a beautiful day sitting out here at Millburgers and listening to 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer.
0: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer.
2: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show today. Uh, we encourage you to come by ask your gardening question in person. Jerry and Calvin are talking to somebody off the air about their gardening experience. We'll find out what they said in, in just a moment. Uh, But uh, you can come by and ask. That's one of the advantages of being broadcast live from Millburgers here at 1604 and Bull Verdi Road, where uh, we've been noticing lots of people still buying the Blue Plumbago.
3: Oh, yeah. And uh, is the jasmine still on sale?
2: Uh, The star jasmine. Yeah. 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 Because
3: they're they're still buying a lot of that. Um, Some of the uh, old daylilies, too. And, of course, all the the milkweed and our porterweed are moving out pretty good. Yeah. I was looking. I didn't mean to ask uh, Trace if uh, he'd got any of the full-size purple porterweed in yet, but uh, I'm sure we would have heard about it if it...
2: uh, Oh, yeah. We'll have to ask him when he comes by and visits with us again. Hey, we're still looking for reports on um, uh, lightning bugs. Uh, if you 're seeing more maybe in your backyard than you 've noticed before you said you 're not but uh, yeah we've, we're, we're now,
3: other other than my granddaughter mentioned that she had seen oh wow, a few and that 's where i uh, and, then, and then shortly after that you said you 'd seen a number so
2: yeah it's it 's yeah. kind of cool because the uh, we can where we have the tv there 's a little window that looks out onto the patio and you can just see them all of a sudden you see these ah. lights flash. Yeah, so uh, if you want to call us and give us a report on your lightning bug situation, or if you know the article that Calvin was talking about, yeah. um, uh, where uh, the link that you're supposed to go and report it, call us and tell us at 210 308 210 308 Well, Calvin, do you want a chance to defend your article before Jerry starts talking about it?
3: Yeah, we can uh we we get a lot of requests for a deer-proof. Plant oh, yeah. List. And I uh, had a, a gardener that just moved into the area say, call, and she said she, she was so frustrated. She wanted a... And she she had a, used several deer, deer-proof deer lists, but they were not deer-proof. The deer... Some a few of the plants she yeah. used, the deer got eaten. She wanted an absolutely deer-proof I don't know that... That's what I said in the article, that it's, uh, I think it's not possible. That uh, what, we, we're, what we always experience is that it uh, depends on where you are and what the, the deer uh, are used to eating, what's available to them. Also, dra- during droughts, we get a real change. Yeah. If we have a long spell when the weather is pretty moist and some of the plants d- don't get eaten. But then we get into the middle of a drought and that reintroduces some plants. The other thing in the article we mentioned, that you uh, even with plants that are deer-proof, like uh, lantanas and selvias, uh, when you plant them new into a landscape or a new location in the landscape, where they're fresh from the, whole, the nursery, uh, they're, they're, the foliage is lush. They've been uh, pumped up. With plenty of moisture, plenty of yeah. nutrients, their chemistry is uh, diluted a bit. You know, it's uh, so they're they're easier for deer to eat. And plus, we also deer are pretty cur- uh, curious. I, I question, mention in the article, whether they're curious or they're just ornery. No, oh. the deer, are, I think they're both. yeah, they
2: and the um, so you're saying that. Predicting deer resistibility I don't think that's the right way I would phrase this. It's just kind of like meteorology. It's a—it's just a percentage, maybe. maybe. The following plant is 90% deer resistant. Uh, 80% chance of deer resistance on this plant. Uh, we, uh,
4: I
3: referred them to plantanswers.com, that we have a, a oh. pretty, pretty extensive list. Oh. Uh, it's a pretty conservative list, too. Oh, okay. But even that list is tough. But I also I mentioned that liquid fence. If you get, you're planting new yeah, you had. new plants, uh, it, it, it's advisable to spray the spray them with liquid fence once a week for at least three weeks. Maybe some. I think Forrest is a much more conservative about it than I am. Six weeks mm. long, and that'll that'll uh, discourage the deer from being curious or. Uh, being ornery about them and and eating them until they get a, t- a chance to kind of settle in.
2: All right, we got a call on the line. Federico is on hold. He wants to ask a pecan question at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, sir? Good afternoon, sir. I've got Good two small pecans growing. One
5: one in the front, close to the house, about a foot long. And one in the bags by a wooden fence. That's about about waist high, about three feet. And I'm wondering if I should transplant the one in the front that we're farther away from the house, and how tall they grow and how wide.
3: How and the far? One in the how, back, how far is it to the house?
5: Oh, it's about two feet away from the house.
3: Oh wow! Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That's too close.
4: That's uh, too close.
3: Th- yeah.
4: What varieties it's, are they do you know
5: no they're real small they're one the one in the front is about a foot high and the one nice. in the back is about three
3: feet high are they seedlings yes
4: um mean they're seedling you dug them up somewhere
3: no they just grew I guess a yeah. squirrel
5: uh, oh plant okay squirrel <laughs> <flower>. <laughs> that's because we got squirrels in the back. <laughs>
3: Well, you can do it. you got a, you got a number of choices there. You could just let them grow for a while and then cut them down when they get uh, threatening. Or cut their babies down? Yeah, or transplant them before they get too yeah. large. But, I mean, to be to be safe, gosh, you need at least 20 foot, 30 feet. 30 away, to 40. 30 feet away from the house.
4: Oh. Imagine, go down on the south side. On some of the rivers down there, and look at the pecan trees that are growing down there. Now they're old, but you wow. got to figure that that uh, those pecan trees that, that close to the house are gonna cause a problem.
3: And you just have I to don't... listen to uh, this radio show. Uh, yeah. About uh, every quarter, we got somebody that calls in and says. Why, why? would a branch just fall out of my pecan no. right on my right on my house? You know?
5: Yeah, I think that's a blessing. <laughs> that's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, so I can use the pecan, but I can't use the problems. I hear they're very problematic. The branches fall off, and I don't yeah. want to fall them off into the neighbor's yard or over our neighbor's house because they're pretty finicky. they will probably get where, sued.
4: Where Where is your <laughs> house? Where do you live? Over here
5: by uh, Grissom and Timber Hill.
3: Okay, yes, so you're in rocky soil too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: So I'm going to have that. to transplant them and find a place where there's an open open landscape. And
3: Good luck. That's always a And, a and I also
5: got some aloe vera growing out there. They're wild. There, there's a whole bunch of them. There's like a big what old are, mama one with, with uh, aloe vera, I think. Aloe vera? Uh-huh. And one of them's got, okay. a, both of, two of them's got big stems, and they're sprouting these like, they look like little orange flowers. Yeah. And there's like eight around the big mama one. And I want to transplant go. those. Is it safe to transplant them
3: when they're small?
4: Well, yeah. They won't die off on me? No, they're, e- I don't think so. They're pretty easy. The aloe vera. That's why they took them out of Festival of Flowers. So many people had aloe vera. Hmm. And they can yeah, pretty just... much be
5: in the direct sunlight, right? I don't have to plant them close to shade or something like that?
4: No. They they should take full sun. Now, uh, you might want to put them in pots and put them in the, in the shady area until they get to growing, start growing. Right. And then you can move oh, them the full sun.
5: Okay, okay. All right, that's about it. I don't want to give you too much questions. I have some more questions. But yeah, I yeah. well, good luck Next on the pecans.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're right.
5: And uh, keep on praising yeah. the Lord. <laughs> there you go.
4: <laughs> I, I, want, I want you to uh, uh, consider something. What's on that? Those pecan trays. Uh-huh. I want you to dig them up and throw them away. But wow. you you want pecans, and wow. they're seedling pecans, which may be a probably small little nut. Right. If you want if you want to have try to produce pecans in that rocky area out there, it ain't it ain't gonna happen. But if you want to try, pull up those two seedling trees, and come to the nursery and get you a grafted pecan tree. What's your favorite, Pawnee? Or?
3: Pawnee I like, yeah. It's easy to grow. Pawnee. It's relatively small,
4: fast producer. And planted at least 50 to 60 feet away from the house.
5: Wow. They're pretty problematic. I, I, I saw some in my old neighborhood where they, the branches would fall off, the small branches over roofs. And uh, well, what was yeah. the problem with the squirrels? and yeah. And then some of them would get rotted and fall off.
4: There you go. None of them. Yeah. <laughs>
5: so that's what I was you, saying. But yeah, I'm going to yeah. take them out and, and just transplant them close to a river somewhere.
4: <laughs> there you go.
5: Mm-hmm. We'll all keep, keep
4: all right. To right. you, sir. <laughs> God bless you, sir. And thanks <laughs> for your too. Thank you. Yeah,
2: I'm glad. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 and toll-free it's 866-308-8867. Um uh,
4: yes, yeah. sir, what you got going on? Do you Oh, uh, uh, I was looking at Calvin's Did y'all discuss his article just, in the flavor? Yep, a little bit. We
3: just we just uh, discussed the uh, uh, the idea of Somebody wanting an absolute deer-proof list. <laughs> yeah, right. We referred them to uh, uh, I think the article. Forrest's. Uh, to, yeah, to the article. Uh, yeah, to. The, I mean, right up. Yeah, if, if you want a lo- longer list, but but uh, I think Forrest will agree with us, and almost everybody that assembles a deer-proof list that the list is is kind of dynamic, and it's different depending on where you get most of your information, which neighborhood, in fact. Yeah. But
4: uh, yeah. And it's, it's it is different for how... The interesting thing about a Hollywood park and I guess all the other deer areas, you can have one plant that's completely eaten with, by the deer, and four or five houses down in the same neighborhood, same deer, they won't touch it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it makes you crazy. I've seen that with uh, 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 Turk's Cat. Uh, we, had a, we had a variegated turks cap and we uh, planted it and wanted to plant it in Forest Appleton Yard and uh, the deer ate it before we got it off the truck but well, but I I tried to convince Forest that's a good thing because the turks caps never get big they just kind of trim them for you every so often
3: which they do with uh, shrimp plant or, yeah. yeah turks cap is the same in our neighborhood well Jerry, I, I remember, uh, I think it was last year, for all, for a number of years, I've been telling people that uh, they deer ate Point Siena and, uh, yeah, mostly, you know, pride of Barbados. And then uh, you kind of looked at me funny and said... <laughs> I thought that was deer proof. And so, <laughs> sure enough, one of my neighbors tried it and they—they're there blo- was booming up a storm and the deer were avo- avoiding it. And yeah. So for a number of years. Although I, I know that 12, 13 years ago I planted it as a bit
4: of a test and I, oh, eat it all got eaten. They huh? you know. Forrest, uh, when I asked Forrest Avalon about that, uh, Hollywood Park, he said they would eat the uh, blooms. But they wouldn't eat the leaves and stems. Hmm.
3: Yeah, this this year at least they didn't eat the even the in the, the blooms, blooms huh? good but but I guess that was uh that was in the middle of that kind of droughty period too, so
2: hey, we'll come back to this in just a second. Beth is on the line at two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven Hey, Beth, welcome to Millburger's Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
11: Good, thank you. Uh, I just stepped back in the house and I heard y'all commenting about lightning bugs and I, I'm so sorry I missed the first part. What was the question about it? And uh, what was told or what was asked about lightning bugs?
2: Oh, I was going I was asking if uh, people were seeing. So in my yard, we're seeing lightning bugs and we never have before and I was wondering if that was happening to other people and asking them to call in. Do you have lightning bugs in your yard? I
11: do, I do, and I think I live in a neighborhood kind of like uh, uh, Calvin's. Calvin, is it Calvin? Yeah. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
11: Kind of like his neighborhood. Anyway, a little bit farther out Babcock Road, and yes, I have many, many lightning bugs, and I don't know a whole lot about them. I don't know what they eat on... I don't know what it is exactly that brings them to action, but I have—it's uh, a r- rural area—and I just have so many. And several years ago, we were sitting out in the front yard, dusk, just at dusk, and looking out across the San Augustine. that was mowed, maybe four inches, and it looked like sequins all over that, say, maybe 50-foot little strip along the driveway. Like like sequence, and I thought, well, how unusual! And then, just in a few moments, then these lights came up to the top of the grass. It was the lightning bugs coming up from cool up to where they were going to be flying away. Anyway, they were up about six inches or so, like they were warming up or. Discussing which direction they were going to go. But anyway, it was so pretty because then these, what it looked like, sequins looked like little tea lights all over, yeah. all over the lawn. And then at the right time, they all began to lift up, you know, like 12 inches, and then they began to spread out all over the air. That was the most unusual and most beautiful thing of lightning bugs I had ever seen. Now wow, it's,
3: this, be, it's beautiful the way you describe it. Yeah. Well, it Good was work.
11: very beautiful. And this year now, they still... Pardon?
2: No, no, that's okay.
11: This, this year, no. last month, in April, they uh, the first ones I saw were the very beginning of April, a few. And I thought that was very early for them. And then now I have so many, there are just so many. And my property faces; it's a kind of a north slope, and there's like a little area. What, during heavy rain, it makes like a little intermittent creek. I like your math. Anyway, what? there are a lot of decaying leaves, like cedar elm, and bur oak, and different things like that, in an area that stays moist and moldy. And so I, I, really wonder. I have not read, I, but I'd like to know what it is they eat and what causes them to come out. You know what, when, what helps them decide it's time, whether it's the time or whether it's the temperature. Uh,
3: can you get on the computer?
11: Not right this minute. I can't, but uh, I can not otherwise.
3: Because uh, Milton and I were talking about. I, I think there has been a couple of the articles like you describe uh, in the in the paper. And I, I suspect it will be a number of sources. Uh, there were there. One of the articles was trying to gather information from people that had been experiencing lightning bugs that they hadn't seen in their na- neighborhood before. Then another, and then a couple other articles were about, just uh, about that information, just like you described, answering those questions: what they eat, what their habits, what the, you know, how they how they breed and spread and everything. So um maybe we can maybe I wonder if we can get uh see if we can get one of the Master Gardeners or Molly Catholics. Yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, or maybe Spider Man's listening too, so uh, we'll have to reach out to Molly or Warren if you're listening. We need lightning bug information.
11: But we don't uh, yeah, we we'll Spi- we'll don't want Spider Man to give any advice. Well,
3: well, Spider-Man is surprisingly sympathetic to insects. I was
11: going to say, one of the reasons I think we don't, that we do have them here, we've never used any kind of an insecticide or anything like that.
2: And that's okay. Actually, Spider-Man, since you brought it up, Spider-Man does use uh, organic pest control, too. Oh,
11: okay. So you're
2: okay. No, not at Jerry's. Jerry Jerry doesn't have lightning bugs.
3: Well, (laughs) and he, he is remarkably... Careful about if there is a target, like if he's after cockroaches, yeah. he he's, he tries to be really careful about lightning bugs and. and but he knows his me, bugs. Butterflies so. and whatever yeah. else.
2: So we'll, well see what we'll, we'll see if he can call
3: us. We'll see, we'll see, and if you run across any of those articles, or yeah,
2: tell let, us what let you let us find us out. Know. Okay.
11: Okay. Because we're going to make
2: you our, our reporter for the day.
11: Oh, it's got very- an assignment very beautiful thing to see and i think because we are rural and where these leaves stay on the ground and they kind of decay and you get that earthy fragrance i think that has something to do with their habitat
2: maybe anyway, so maybe they yes. maybe the leaves stay moist too that's um, it
11: i think the temperature of the soil you know, and that's why they came out so early this year. Anyway, I will look. You say on um, plant answers, or what did you say? The articles about? Oh, you said it was in the newspaper. Well,
3: yeah. Well, we—I didn't pay attention like I should have. Uh, there's been several articles, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll start. Okay. We'll start looking, and hopefully the other members of our audience
2: and will we'll see find if, it. if Dennis yeah. can find us something. If anybody can, Dennis can. But we'll see okay. if.
11: Uh, and I'm sorry, I said Chris instead of Calvin. When no, I, you did
2: okay. That's okay.
11: Because I feel like a lot of the comments and things that Calvin makes, it reminds me of the area and the, the attitude I have about where I live, too, you know.
2: Well, okay. So anyway, okay.
11: Great. Okay, well, uh, thank you all. Thank you, that guys. Was so good. That thank was That was
2: sweet, Beth. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867, and we got to take a break. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m., The Answer. south texas
4: with dr jerry parsons who's playing piano right now even as we speak <laughs> yeah. I wonder who did his makeup did have, he kind of had unusual makeup i don't know i think he he was a he was a showman he might have done it as a show all
2: right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 yeah i don't, I don't think it's working no, anyway, it's not taking dollars. It seems to be sold out. The, talking about the Coke machine here. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, let's get back to the while we wait for callers. Do
4: you want to get back to Calvin's article? Yeah, I get so okay. Uh, I I wanted to mention that a young lady walked up here a while ago. Oh yeah, okay. and wanted to buy a lemon, and uh, she's gonna grow it in a container. It says on the. Back and so I. Uh, I, uh, told, told her uh, Mars a good one, good choice. And, uh, she had found one out there. But she came, and then she came back later and wanted a smaller one. Or smaller Mars than, than the specimens they have out here. Which, uh, and I told her, well, that's the only size we have here. And, uh, that, that, uh, that uh, yeah, that's a China bear.
8: Okay, China bear. Okay, that's what I thought it was. All
4: right, did, did, <laughs> somebody you, walked up with a China bear. Did, beer, did you want to be on the air? Well,
8: I just wanted to
2: uh, uh, just talk, talk, talk at that mic. Yeah, talk at the mic. We'll we'll pick you up and you'll be on there. What you got going on? Uh, no, you're okay. You're okay.
8: Okay, I was just trying to... (laughs) I've got a backyard full of plants, and we want to make sure we know what we've got. That's terrible.
4: That Um, one is terrible. That one is terrible. Okay, which one is this? Hackberry? Hackberry. Okay. Good man. man. That's another Hackberry.
8: So, but it looks different. How do you tell Hackberry from, like, a... It was actually straight up, so I didn't think it was... It wasn't, like... That really ugly yeah. thing. It was actually nice looking straight up. So It'll get
4: was... ugly lanky, lanky later.
8: Okay.
3: Well, you got you got you got two or three selections of hackberry, but the main thing is that that the uh, those juvenile really look different. If you mulberry and live oaks are even more different. In terms of the, the young and, trees, and
8: how do you tell? Is it the, is it a mountain elm? That's the real straight one. Looks like almost an elk, but it's got or oak, um, but. Uh, is it the what? Is it a mountain elm? The straight tall ones that get.
3: I don't know they, that name. Is that
8: maybe I'm not even saying the name right. Um,
3: elm, not mountain laurel. Mount, you're not, you're not no, saying mountain no. laurel. The, the elm. A well, cedar elm. Oh, cedar elm, yeah.
8: It it looks like oak almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cedar goes, elm. But it goes straight up real quick and yeah. over the oaks. Yeah,
3: it's pretty. It's a it's a desirable tree. Okay, too. that's
8: a cedar cedar um, elm. Cedar elm. Elm. Okay.
3: And that one that one is uh, survives well here. It's drought tolerant. Okay. Uh, it's not susceptible to the oak wilt of course.
9: Okay.
3: So.
8: And then uh, is there, is there one uh, Japanese yew or? Jap- U, Japanese U. you
3: know, Well, there's an ornamental, but there's. Yeah. It's not. I don't think it recedes.
8: I was just trying to get. Um,
3: let's see what. What what that might be. Um,
8: photos of it.
2: Well, let's do this. Um, there's
4: i U. Uh, I'll give you a tip on this uh, on these plants that you've got in your backyard. There. Get a product called. Uh, Cut, vine, and stump killer.
8: Is it, is it Google Lens?
4: Cut, vine, and stump killer. What is it called? Cut, vine, and stump killer. Okay. And uh, since you've got plenty of help at home now, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, every, every time you cut one of these little seedlings,
3: I can't, the no matter
4: how big they are, you have somebody following you, and immediately after you cut it, you put a little drop on that cut surface.
8: And that will do what? Keep it from coming back. Oh, yeah, good. A lot of
4: times you cut these things down and they are sprout. They are sitting out sprouts.
8: Well, I noticed that by the uh, the, uh, China berry. Yeah. It looked like it had, just keep mowing over it and it finally um, didn't want to come back Yeah, they're
3: amazing. And they grow so fast, too. I mean, you might get six, seven feet of growth.
4: One year, but anytime, right. anytime you want to uh, eliminate these trash trees, okay, make the cut and immediately put that cut vine. And of course, and stuff they're in along them. all the fence where the birds. Yeah, are. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had uh, I have that problem too.
8: And then uh, the persimmon, that's we could eat that.
4: The the wild persimmon, black fruit.
8: Well, you know, it, it it's got the yellow thing and it's more probably seed than it is fruit, but.
4: It's it's small, but
8: it's like about that. Are you? Yeah. Is it okay. yellow fruit? Yeah, you're talking yeah. about loquat. Maybe it is loquat. Loquat. Yeah, that's what you're talking probably. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, you can eat the loquat, and it's mostly seed.
8: Okay, and that's you can eat that. Oh you
3: yes, yeah. You make jelly out of it you too. Make jelly out yeah.
4: of it. Yeah. yeah. good jelly. Yeah. Okay.
3: And they're and they're uh, desirable. They'll grow in sun or shade. And yes. Deer won't eat them. They're good. They're good. They're good plant. They're exotic, but they're still. Okay, Pretty well, my useful. My kids are
8: asking if they can eat it. And I, oh, said, I yeah. think you can, but I wouldn't sure. They're and, good.
4: It tastes like a peach.
8: Oh, then we'll we'll make some jelly then. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah okay. jelly.
4: All right, bird. okay. Thank um, you.
8: Um, I would love to get uh, jacaranda. Is that possible to grow here? No.
3: Really? <laughs> well, you could grow one summer.
8: Oh, then what? It'd
3: be done. Yeah. The, it's it's too hot? Day. No, it's too. The, the, too, it's too cold here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Frages every year. Oh. No. Beautiful purple flowers. Yeah. yeah, but you know that it's lost its favor in South Africa and other places. It's
4: it become become invasive.
3: Yeah.
8: Well, well, they're they're beautiful except when they drop the purple leaves. But yeah. They're, yeah. Well,
3: and they're you know and they. The, they're just as bad as our, as the China berry.
4: Really? Right. They won't get invasive in your yard.
8: <laughs> no, no, no,
4: no. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to run to a caller real quick. Oh, okay, sure. cool. Yeah, thank
2: they you. Help you. out. You bet. It. Good luck. Ronnie's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Ronnie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
10: Oh, I'm doing great. How about y'all?
2: Good, good. How can we help you?
10: Um, I got... And tomatoes, they're, you know, growing good. They look green. They're two and a half, three foot tall, and they got blooms. But the bloom dries up, and then it falls off, and I don't get fruit.
4: Oh, that's that's because you got the heirloom tomatoes, right?
10: Well, I bought, they said it were tycoons.
4: Hmm. Said it was what? Tycoons. Tycoon. That tomato has never been any good. You know, I don't know why people mm. keep planting it uh are they in the shade
10: no i water them every day but they are in pots
4: oh okay okay they're in pots it's um and and they're blooming and growing how how you how did you how are you fertilizing um
10: i have some uh it's like osmoco but it's the other brand
4: uh, uh slow release Fertilizer pellets. Pellets,
10: yeah. But I haven't put any on in the lately. I just did it when I first planted yeah.
3: them. How large are the containers?
10: Um, they're like a molasses lick container. I don't know if you're familiar with that.
4: Uh, yeah, molasses bucket. That they're about whiskey barrel size. Right?
10: Yeah, whiskey okay. barrel size, right?
4: And you drilled holes in. Them. Oh yeah. And they're blooming, and the plants are growing, but they're not setting any fruit. It's,
10: yeah, that's the problem.
4: Okay, I think you got them in too much shade. Wherever you got them, huh. they they need to get uh, full sun. Yeah, they are no, not know. not in the shade, not in the shade. And they yeah. the worst you can have or the best, however you look at it is uh they get uh, morning sun up to about one or two and afternoon shade. Hmm. And
1: if
4: that. they're not getting that much sun, then i not going to set fruit.
10: Okay. Well, maybe when it warms up some more.
4: No. Nope. they're not that. getting sun, it doesn't matter how warm it gets.
10: Really?
4: I'm sorry. You got a good variety, by the way.
10: Okay. So maybe if I fertilize them again, that would
4: help. <laughs> you could try that, but if they're not getting enough sun, they're not gonna set fruit. Uh, I, I would, what I, if you don't think they're growing good enough, oh, yeah. I would uh, put on copious amounts of of that slow release fertilizer, added to, uh, and and instead also water them once a week with a water-soluble fertilizer. Okay. Like, like a rapid growth. No, a miracle, miracle grow. Miracle grow. Miracle grow.
3: But, but you, you know, you'll have to water them more than once a week. But you just once a week include the, yeah. the soluble fertilizer.
4: But, regardless of how much you fertilize them, they're not in the sun. They're not going to have fruit. Right. All righty.
1: Okay.
4: All right. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks. All right. Bye. Got a question from
2: the crowd here. Did you have a question, sir? We both did. All right. Did you want to – you're okay to be on? Just, just, just stand right there But you'll be okay? Yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. That's
12: my question? Okay to be on the air? Uh, yes, sir. Um, purple chili piquins, is there any difference in where can I find a purple chili piquin? Sure. Yeah. Purple? There's
4: some purple ones. I saw one. Purple what? Chili, chili patine. patine. Oh, purple chili patine. Uh, sometimes uh, we have patine for sale. Uh, for, uh, I don't think we've ever had the purple one. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, I don't think we have any now. You know, you
3: might, you got, keep your eyes open for, uh, there might be some plants that gets for sale this spring. Okay. But uh, seed, don't we see seeds sometimes
4: on chili mm-hmm. okay. No.
12: And the next question is there any variety of blueberries that I need to get? Like TIFF?
4: Is TIFF it, work.
2: TIFF blueberry?
4: TIFF, tiff th- green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TIFF,
3: tiff right. Now you get, you, tiff. it's a, It's not an easy task to grow them because it requires full acid situation.
12: Okay. You but have uh, to grow plant
3: yeah, okay. plant, plantanswers.com has got a, the full write-up and how to exactly do it. And it works. Okay. It's just, you, you know, I do, I do mine in a half whiskey barrel and use tiff. Tiff. Yeah.
12: Tiff and acidic soil.
4: Uh, yeah, sphagnum Sp- peat. And, peat. And, uh, half and half sphagnum peat and uh, potting meat. Oh, me. All right. Thank
12: you. Thank All right. Well, fine.
4: How, many, how many right. kinds of poutine do you have?
12: How many? I just have the red one right now. Well, up under each oak okay. tree, I have two reds. And then I have three habanero plants. And then I have three uh, lemon drop peppers.
4: Yeah.
12: I have three of those. So I have like total six
4: different Are you pepper eating plants. those hot peppers?
12: Yes, sir. I do eat hot peppers. The oh, habanero man. is not too much, but the <laughs> lemon drop. Okay. Those lemon drop peppers I've seen uh, they're pretty good. Jalapeno hot, but yeah, they look
4: beautiful. Good deal.
12: Good deal, thank y'all. Sometimes, good sometimes you
3: all Sometimes if you put the word out at the San Antonio Men's Garden Club oh, okay. or the Master Gardeners and have 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 them helping you look for the, the purple purple that you want, yeah. I
4: don't remember ever seeing Can you, it. Do you know somebody that has a purple one?
3: Yes, sir, at the
12: um, Bakery Lorraine off of uh, Medical Drive, mm-hmm. over the Medical Center. Yeah? In the back, where you sit to eat, they have a purple chili pecan, and the flavor was hot, and it was good.
4: Okay, so. well get some of those fruits. Yes. That are right, and um, squeeze the fruit into a, a, right on top of the surface of the soil into uh, uh, uh some plotting mix.
12: Okay.
4: And they'll to do it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it
12: had to go through the birds. No, no. no. Okay.
4: You yeah. can you can it if you want to and then uh Catch it when it comes out. No, and, uh, I don't need to do all that. You can play Play like you're the bird.
12: Okay, no, I'll just I'll uh, get some of my fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah right.
4: just squeeze it out. All right. Let us know if it works. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Mama right. And ma'am, you
2: have a question? Yes, I do. Do you mind being on the air? I do not. All right, just stand there and start talking. you awesome. got a baby
4: baby. I
13: do. I have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I took some pictures, um, and I I don't know if they're hostas. I don't know what they are. My mom bought them last year when I had her. Um and two of them have done really, really well. Um, you can kind of see, like, up by the house, they've done pretty... I mean, they've done a pretty good job.
4: Yeah, that's that's uh, my favorite... Uh, uh,
3: uh, he's old,
4: and sometimes he var- he's... Variegated uh, ginger. Okay. That's what that is.
13: So those two have done really, really well. Yeah. And then let me show you. And then these other two have done...
4: Abominably. <laughs> and I'm
13: not doing anything different. I mean I'm not like i Oh water them. lord, that
4: looks like hell with the fires up.
13: Right? I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I need if if it's like the soil's not good there or if I
3: They're not they're not staying soggy, are they?
13: No. If anything they're too dry. <laughs> but um but I don't know if
4: Fertilize them.
13: Fertilize them Any one kind?
4: they'll come back
13: what kind of fertilizer
4: uh you could use some slow release fertilizer like osmocote or something like that and put it around the plant okay copious amount.
13: okay and then is there my my other question was um normally i use ladybugs in my vegetable garden Mm -hmm. for like aphids and such but Mm -hmm. y'all don't have any today so what what do you recommend instead of ladybugs
3: like well, a
4: usually, usually aphids kind of, when the hot weather turns hot, the aphids kind of they disappear. Yeah, for tem- my, temporary. Yeah. What are you? What are
3: they on?
13: By squash. Okay. Or is it, really, I think they're actually zucchini technically, but they're, it's a squash plant.
3: I think I think you can generally, for short term, you could spray them off. Okay. Yeah, just a good spray of water spray. Okay. Some people use a, a, a soap, soap or yeah, spinosad is a. Organic. organic control, that'll okay. kill them. Okay. But, but uh, you'll get a, pretty good results with just this water spray and or with a awesome. soap spray.
13: Okay, great. Thank you. Good luck, baby. You. Thank you, Thanks for coming Have
3: by. Bye.
4: Cute baby. All
2: right, got to take a break. While we do, give us a call, See, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. What is it? Where uh, Al is playing the music of uh, Little Richard. Little Richard, yeah, honoring him today and honoring his music. He passed away, I think, uh, either this morning or, or last night.
4: I at the age of the
2: 87. I, I saw it this morning, yeah, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, we haven't had uh, much talk about Mother's Day stuff. The day will always be a nice Mother's yeah. Day gift. Um, they have those on sale, by the way, on 388. Um, and uh, lots of great items on sale being featured. Uh, I,
4: th- I see a lot of people walking around with those uh, uh spe- split leaf philodendron, yeah, we have
2: seen a lot of those uh fine homes
4: and they're they're big plants, big nice plants, and uh, Trey said this is the first time they've ever had them. Yeah. They, they've had
2: them or had them on sale?
4: No, I had them. <laughs> wow. Because they're, they're house plants normally. Oh. So they, they might have had some in the greenhouse. But they're so big. <laughs> but uh, they're regularly $19.99. That's almost $20. Man. Almost. Uh, on sale for $14.88.
2: Yeah, it's a great deal.
4: So, yeah, it's a good deal. And. Uh, they're huge plants and good, good quality plants. They look nice. I see a lot of people getting them for house plants, I guess. And then, of course, uh, I was excited about the daylilies. They got mm-hmm. the daylilies on mm-hmm. sale. Licking your lips. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't devour any as I walked up here. It took a lot. I know. Because so those daylily blooms are good. Good discipline. And the ones that are fragrant. Are sweeter tasting than any of the others.
3: Now yeah. this is a guy that won't eat Brussels sprouts yeah. or any of the real vegetables, but <laughs> but he eats all of those uh, weed weed flowers out there. Yeah. You know,
4: day yeah. uh, t- taste like cantaloupe. They just oh. taste like cantaloupe. Huh. Now who told I, who introduced you to that? Uh, the Colonel. Uh, I used to do TV with. Uh, Brigger, uh, I think he was a colonel, uh, lived off of, uh, lived on... Obviously, it was a
3: long time ago. He can't remember... Well, he's, that,
4: he's passed, by Oh, way. yeah. Wow. Okay. And, uh, he used to be the, uh, <laughs> be the main daylily man because, uh, he had to, i grow them all in shade. You know, so they'll take filtered, uh, light and, uh... And shade and still bloom real pretty, and a lot of uh, we got a big daylily society here in San Antonio. Yeah,
3: I, mean, what you I say, guess they're still active. Used to be fun. Yeah, festival flowers they would have. Yeah,
4: that, that's right. Have that show, yeah. There.
3: Yeah, I like I like daylilies, even though the problem is that the deer don't eat them. But oh I, yeah. But in the deer eat them, but. Uh, I, I, t- I kind of like them equally well with iris. Both both real easy plants to grow and attractive yeah.
4: and long term returns. He had his he had his on the, on under the, the trees on the live oak trees in his front yard. Huh? And he made some raised beds uh, all over his front yard. He had an acreage out there uh, where he lived. And uh, he had a lot of pretty daylilies, so I'd go out there and do TV with him, and uh, that's when I started eating them. And in, and in, in, uh, and he's been addicted. Of-
3: he's been addicted ever since. Milton. Yeah.
4: And speaking of eating stuff, the herbs are on sale too. Mm-hmm. Uh, over tw- over twenty varieties to choose from, including basil, thyme, sage rosemary, parsley, and more. Regularly 4-inch pots, uh, regularly 229 on sale for 188 Hey, I need some basil advice. Yeah.
2: Okay. So we bought some sweet basil here. Yeah, that'll work. And uh, it's doing well, except, except now it's blooming. What?
4: Yeah. Well, they usually bloom in the fall. Oh, whoops. Uh, later on in the season. But just take the blooms off. Okay. It doesn't affect the... It's not
2: like like broccoli where... No. Yeah. I didn't think so. No. Okay.
4: Basil is probably the most popular herb that there is. Yeah. And there's so many kinds of it.
2: Yeah. This was the sweet, uh, something sweet basil. Yeah. What are you
3: going to use it for?
2: I don't know. Uh, Laura told me to bring some home, so Mm -hmm. I did, and...
4: You can uh, put it in... You
2: uh, can get pesto. Roast.
4: Right. Yeah,
3: yeah, and in uh, and well, rose. They use it a, with a lot of tomato dishes, too. Oh, that would be good. Um, I always... It is, you know, you you mentioned that blooming, but it, it it's, it's a uh, real popular plant when the seed is produced. We talked about those lesser goldfinches. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and cardinals, they'll come on your mm. pat, patio after that... Uh, that seed. So of course,
4: the bees like the bloom. Yeah, that's true, too. They're really, they're really oh, bring cool. the bees. Oh, cool. Good. Big time.
2: Um, and I sent you a picture of the bird I was talking about. It's a little blurry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till Calvin looks at it to see if he thinks it's a little more than a little blurry. But uh, yeah, I, I sent it to you. I texted it to you. Uh, well,
4: well, one thing we haven't talked about that they've got on sale. That's really great for patios and things like that is tropical hibiscus. Mm -hmm. It says one of the showest of all flowering shrubs. I think that's probably right. Free blooming spring through fall in a rainbow of colors. They've got some really unusual colors of uh, tropical hibiscus now. Thrives in South Texas heat. An exceptional patio container plant. So uh, regularly twenty four ninety nine, on sale for sixteen eighty eight. Chickadee.
3: Is it a chickadee? Okay, yeah, cool. Carol- Carolina chickadee. <laughs>
4: All right. Now we know. So you uh, oh, can call uh, it by name. If you're looking for something to uh, spruce up your patio, I would say that you need to get the morning sun, afternoon shade. It needs some. It needs some sun. But I don't. I don't. Even if you have all day sun, I think it'll do okay. Yeah,
3: some of them, some of some of the more exotic colors are a little more sensitive. Yeah. But uh, then you'll you'll find some that are uh, kind of check with the other gardeners that you have acquaintance with and which ones they really had great luck with or the colors you like. Yeah. Or they yeah some of them will be in the hottest patio. And blast it in the afternoon, and they just look beautiful. Yeah. And others are kind of sensitive to it. So.
4: And they've got a picture of an orange one in here, Milton.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Isn't that pretty? For the longhorn fans out there.
4: So, uh, try, now, the only problem with tropical hibiscus versus perennial hibiscus is that uh, tropical hibiscus will freeze. Mm. So you probably need to grow it in a container, and then you probably need to... Move it in if the temperature is going to get below twenty-five or thirty. Should I be seeing the uh, perennial what hibiscus?
3: What are you talking about back? the wintertime again now?
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> should I be seeing perennial hibiscus coming back already or no?
4: Oh yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. But not all. Not all of it. Some of it should okay. be a little slow. All right. You all know. Right. You notice they don't have perennial hibiscus for sale out here yeah because they're not blooming yet they're not blooming yet okay so they have to, the growers have to wait till they sprout because they kill down to the pot every year right or in your lawn they kill down to the ground you cut them off at the ground and then they'll bloom when the temperature is warmer okay the soil warms up basically right. okay i'll have to uh
2: See how it's doing.
3: If the yeah, well, wow, it's been a, a really interesting
4: day with the, all the questions, Milton. Yeah, we have oh, lots
2: well, yeah.
4: of good questions. Yeah, it, it's interesting I have, how you can tell some people are staying at home. Why is that? Uh, I had one bunch come up here and they were complaining about squash vine boars. Yeah, uh, the wasp, the red wasp that fly is flying mm. around. They say it's plentiful. And uh, we were talking about the squash. And the, the guy was telling me that his wife goes out and pollinates all the squash. Bloom. Oh, man. Now, there's somebody looking for something to do right there.
2: All right. Hey, we've run out of time. No. We have. So we've got some more lightning bug reports. We'll see if we
3: can find that article. Lightning bugs and purple martins yeah. and... Uh, Monarch butterflies, all kinds of action out there.
2: Yep, and uh, give us a call and tell us more. I'm Milton Glick on behalf of Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch. Thanks to Al for doing a great job, and thanks to you for listening. See you tomorrow on the end.